0: And if you're not living the ever loving hell out of your life, like, what are you doing? You don't ever get time back. So that was sort of the catalyst that pushed me off the cliff that I just jumped with or without a parachute. I was like, I'm not happy. This isn't it. I have something that I'm passionate about. So just like jump. And if grief didn't break me, if this wasn't the thing that knocked me down, like, please, I can I can quit my job and start over again.
1: Welcome to the Ad Valued Entrepreneurs Podcast, the place where we help entrepreneurs to not hate their boss. Our mission is to end entrepreneurial unhappiness. If you dream of changing the world, but you're not sure where to start, the Add Valued Entrepreneurs Podcast will help you transform your life and business. This podcast is for entrepreneurs who want more freedom and fulfillment from their work so they can live the life that they desire. You deserve it, and it is possible. My name is Robert Peterson, former passer, turned CEO, and The Smiling Coach. I believe that success without happiness is failing, but there is hope. Join us each week as we bring you an inspiring leader or message to help you. Thanks for investing time with us today. Today's guest motivates you to start and sustain physical exercise, guides you towards greater self-awareness, and provides keeping it real life coaching. With a variety of online fitness classes and her signature Zen Rage Heal process, she and Sweat Remix provides folks with an intentional approach to fitness with sustainable results. Her life
2: coaching sessions and intercompass course deliver a full mind, body, and spirit transformation to help folks be the badass they were meant to be. Angela Gentile is the founder of the Sweat Remix wellness brand.
1: Angela Gentile and Robert Noel talk about what happens when life duct tapes you and shoves you in the trunk. What happens when you train for a career and you jump in excited and enthusiastic, but you hate it and are miserable?
2: It took Angela seven years to make the leap into her passion, but her pain was her message and she used her Zen rage heal process to help others who felt the same about their lives.
1: If you're an entrepreneur who started their business with a purpose and a passion that has been lost in the busyness of the daily grind, we get it. That is why we've opened up our free strategy calls. A lot of entrepreneurs, probably including you, just want a sense of clarity on the barriers holding them back that you need to overcome in order to accelerate your growth and achieve your dreams. These short 30 minute calls give you a chance to work with one of our coaches without any commitment or pressure. Scheduling is easy. Just go to smilingcall.com. Let's jump on a call and get you the help and clarity you need. Select a time and let's build your business. It's time for you to add value. Well, Angela, thank you so much for joining us today. We're excited to have this conversation and just look forward to sharing your journey.
0: Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited. I love being able to connect and, you know, have my story show up in someone's lives to take a little piece for their own survival guide. So, I appreciate it.
1: Love that. And and we're just going to put it out there. You are absolutely our first podcast interview with a snow hat. So, <laughs>
0: I love this. Thank you. That's it. That's the end of the podcast. Everybody, yeah. see, you see you later. Yeah. Well,
1: just, just for
0: some context there, the boiler is broken in my, in my studio. So they're fixing it today and I'm still coming in. I have work to do. I have things going on. So I got two space heaters on either side of me, a blanket and a ski hat. It's fine. We're there fine. We go. Everything's yeah. fine.
1: <laughs> Boston weather be darned. Yeah,
0: yeah, it was not going to break me. You know, I'm not going to let it. I'm not going to let it.
1: All right, fantastic. So, we we just typically start each episode with the entrepreneurs sharing their entrepreneurial journey.
0: Okay. Well, I know that it's probably a, you know, 45-minute podcast, so I'll try to give you the abridged version cuz I think every every entrepreneur has some roundabout way of how they became an entrepreneur. It's never this like straight line of how we get from A to B. You know, it's kind of a tornado effect. All. <laughs> um, so yeah, I run and operate Sweat Remix, which is a mindful wellness brand that remixes meditation and fitness and life coaching to help people break through emotional barriers that block them from really taking ownership and responsibility into their life, so that they can show up badass and powerful and in control of their time, of their energy and of their goals, you know, so that you're like in the driver's seat of your life. So um, how I got there is quite a story. So um, I was a high school teacher, a public high school teacher in Boston for about 11 years. And I think seven of those were, I was very unhappy and miserable. Hmm. I started teaching when I was 20 three. So basically like a fetus, you know, I was like a young kid, like just, you know, I didn't know. I, I was just again like you just kind of like go to college and you don't know what to do. And like what are you most closest to when you go into college? Like school. <laughs> you know, and I think the women around me who were educated were teachers. Like I didn't I didn't see a lot of other stuff happening. Um yeah, so I I went to school to be a teacher. Um quit for a little while and kind of moved to LA and had a great time and then decided to go back. But when I graduated, I didn't, I wasn't really like, Oh, I love this, but it was sort of what I thought I should do. I think that's kind of how you spend a lot of your twenties is, you know, putting on hats that, that please other people and make, make everybody, uh, you know, comfortable. Cause you don't know yet. You don't really have the life experience yet to, to tap into what it is that you really want. Um, yeah. So I was just unhappy. Uh, I was starting to get like the worst sides of me were coming out because the longer you stay in situations that aren't for you, like you, your, your energy can only handle so much. And it's trying to give you course to just like give you little taps, like this isn't right. And, and I think the less you listen to that, the, the more your bad habits and your triggers and your things come out. So, um, yeah. And the moment that I had, where I was like, I don't think that this is right. I went to, gr- I went back to grad
1: school. Yeah. You
0: know, I was like, yeah, this'll fix it. So school, I started fix yeah. everything
1: else. The so school will fix it.
0: Yeah, totally. This is my thinking. This is my thought process at the time. So I went to school to be a principal. And I think a few months into this program, I was like, Nope, mm-mm, I hate this. I hate this. So when it came time to write my thesis, I was like, if I have, I was an English teacher. So I'm, I already have like four feet stacks of paper. That papers that I have to grade. So I was like, I don't I don't want to look at any more student data. Like I can't correct another paper. I physically like cannot. So I was like, I'm going to start a wellness program. So that was my graduate work was creating a wellness program for teachers to help teachers like maintain some semblance of self-care and how that could impact student learning and performance. Um, it was quite a, like that was one some of my best work, you know, and when I was done with the collecting data and I ran this program with a bunch of teachers at school, I was like, all right, guys, thanks. going to write my thesis now. I'm taking a sabbatical so I can write this thing. And then, like, wait, 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 can we, um, can we keep doing this? I was like, so you guys want to work out with me? You want to? And they're like, yes. So I started running like an illegal uh, fitness class, like wellness program, like in my classroom because they were paying me. I was now getting paid to do this to teach fitness classes with mindfulness. And it was like, shut the door, move the desks. We're like using microscopes for bicep curls and stuff. Yeah, it was, it was awesome. It was awesome. Um, and I was doing this and I was like, I think I'm on to something, but I was scared. I was really scared to take the jump. Cause like I did, my whole world was in this concrete classroom from the time I was like 23 to 34, you know? So like, you know, I, this was my life. I couldn't even fathom like there was life outside of this. Um but the world decided to make a decision for me and I lost my dad suddenly. He passed away from an aneurysm. Just dropped dead. And that rocked me and shook me and 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 really gave me the perspective that like nobody gets out of this alive. This is this is it. We get one shot. And if you're not living the ever loving hell out of your life like what are you doing? You don't ever get time back. So that was sort of the catalyst that pushed me off the cliff that I just jumped with or without a parachute. I was like, I'm not happy. This isn't it. I have something that I'm passionate about. So just like jump. And if grief didn't break me, if this wasn't the thing that knocked me down, like, please, I can can quit my job and start over again. So yeah, that was sort of how Sweat Remix came to be. It started in my classroom, and then I started doing it with teachers in other schools. And then I was like, this isn't about teachers. This is about the brand. This is about like the process. This is about the mindfulness and the workout and the central nervous system connection than it is about the type of job that the person's doing. So yeah, fast forward and from 2016 to now, here we are. Here we are. Awesome. So yeah, that's like that was not the bridge
2: version. I apologize. Yeah, no, and it, and there's so much value and truth in I me, mean, especially us women, we want to do what needs to be done and take care mm-hmm. of everybody else. Yeah. And sure. I can see that totally in teachers and, and whatnot. And the group that you've put together, that we we've got to focus on ourselves so that we can give to each other, regardless of what the job is.
0: Yeah, life mask first, right? Like that that is significant in so many ways. Like if you are not overflowing. Like you're not even giving the best parts of yourself to help people like overflow and what that overflow is, is what you share. Don't pull from the red, don't pull from your goodness. Overflow with your goodness, you know?
2: And so much easier when you've got a full tank to, to give.
0: Absolutely, you wouldn't go on a journey on hit the road with your tank on E. Why would you do that in any other aspect of your life? Fill up, Yep. fill up, take the time to go to the gas station the night before. <laughs> and be ready and be ready to to go on your journey and to give you know love it
1: well i'm so sorry for your loss but i'm glad that you've used your loss as a trigger as a as a leaping a leaping off point um absolutely my noelle here had an aortic dissection um last year and and survived because she didn't she didn't take the little pain and go take a nap she chose to to take the pain and we said, we'll no, we're, we're going to the hospital. And and it took them two hours to figure out what was going on. And of course, then they went straight into open heart surgery and, and oh, saved, wow. saved her life. But she also has a 32 centimeter stint in her aorta.
0: <laughs> I was going to ask, I mean, you got one of those bad boys happening? That's yeah. good. So, That's great. So her, How are her, you feeling now?
2: No, we're good. It's, okay. uh, it's, okay. it's totally life-changing. I mean, that first six months was definitely um, different and recovery. Yeah. but And yeah. it's, and life will never be the same, but it, you use it to, to build up where we go. And um, we just talk a lot about there's more to do. <laughs> and like, just like you said, There's we're here for a reason. Let's use it and do stuff we were passionate about, the gifts we were given, yep. and make a difference.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think it can be such a powerful redirector. Because, mm-hmm. you know, we just get like what you're saying. I, I think I can only speak on my experience as a woman, but I think sometimes I was forced down paths and, and roles and expectations were forced upon me by just generational limitations at the time. And, you know, it, it isn't until you have some, take, take a brave stance and say, like, I think that I want more for myself. Like, I think I want something different. And sometimes it take, people will learn from the pressure of bricks or the touch of a feather. I'm a bricks kind of gal, you know, (laughs) Like I need I needed things to be catastrophic for me to get the message. Um but yeah, whatever it is that gets you to understand that this is temporary, all of this is temporary.
1: So, so let's let's dig into this brand a little bit, recognition yeah. of, of the brand and, and 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 who who you really are created to serve.
0: us, uh, so yeah. So do you want me to talk about like what sweat remix is a little bit? Sure. You know yeah. So the brand really is. What I created during a time when I was stressed out, overwhelmed, burnt out, confused, like overwrought with emotions that I didn't know what to do with and where I had to put them or what they even were. I was just like, you know, you know, the Peanuts character, Linus, and he's got <laughs> like the, the the smell things <laughs> around him. That's what it was like, but it was like like chaos <laughs> around me. I could just... Like I didn't feel grounded. I didn't feel centered. I just felt like on edge all the time. Like at any, any moment I would have to throw down or defend myself or protect myself. It just, it was a really toxic way of living. And I was looking, I was, I'm an athlete. I love to work out. I love to move. And I was looking for something. I was looking for a place that allowed
1: me to be human. So you were really, and, you were really stuck in, in fight or flight like your, your body and brain were in fight and flight mode 99% of the time.
0: 0. 0.9, 99.9. 9, that 1% was when I could get a full night's sleep. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And and I think grief just exacerbated that. Like I and I think it also was such a gift because I, I couldn't fight anymore. I had nothing left to continue to fight. So it just, it allowed me just a little bit of a perspective shift to be like, all right, I need to do something about what I'm like with what I'm feeling. And I was looking for a place that allowed me to cry and also like, like beat the hell out of something. You know what I mean? Like I wanted, cause I would go to boxing class and I would like, I would, I had so much emotion in me that I was like crying in the boxing class and people were like, the hell, she all right? Like, is she okay? we call somebody, but I just like, I needed, uh, there was a release happening, you know? And then I would go to yoga class and I like wanted this, this peacefulness, but then I couldn't sit still, you know? So I was like, okay, where, where is the happy medium for me to connect to my central nervous system, but also honor my bandwidth right now? Cause grief is all things all the time. Every 10 seconds, it's schizophrenic, it's chaotic, you know? But how do I learn to understand this a little better? And I was looking for a place that allowed me to do something yogic and also something hardcore, and I couldn't find it. So I created it. So I created it. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I know that I'm not the only person who is like suffering in this right now, who has energy seething through her body, but doesn't know what to do with it. And I don't Mm. know if I want to cry or I want to scream, or maybe it's both. Maybe it's a cry scream. I don't know. So it got me conscious about what I needed to do to be able to regulate my nervous system and come back home to myself. So that's where sweat remix was born and the Zen Rachel process that we use in all the classes came to be. Zen is like just sit, right? If you're coming in from whatever your job and your your kids and your pain and the fight that you just had and the divorce or whatever it is, and you're coming into the space, everybody's coming with something. Everybody's coming with something. What kind of work are we going to do when we're all not on the same page? What kind of energy and magic are we going to create together when we're not focused and we're not here? So at the beginning of every class, just sit and we do some deep breathing and we do some meditation and we do some visualization about intention setting. What are we letting go of today? What's in the body that is surging through you that you need to release? What are you being called to to let go of? And then at the same time, what do you want to welcome in? What are we trading out? And I think when we get really clear about what we want our workout to be, what we are welcoming in, what the vision is that we are connected to beyond ourselves, it makes everything we do just intentional and effective. Mm. So if you're starting your workout being like, all right, I'm going to release this anger and shame I feel, and I'm going to welcome in a vision of myself feeling aligned and in control, then everything we do for the next 45 minutes of class is directly connected to you being that person who is in control, to you being that person who is powerful. How are you showing up with these 30 second intervals to show yourself that you are who you say you are? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So you also become regulating in your central nervous system because you're in control of your breath, you're in control of your stress, and the stress is designed here for you. So you're like, all right, it's 30 seconds for my my greater good, 30 seconds of burpees for my greater good. So taking that challenge and yeah, I'm seeing your face right now. Totally.
1: Uh, I'm not yeah. buying, I'm still not buying the burpees for the greater good yet. I'm still, uh, I'm but still. After you, but the after burpees.
0: you do them, after you do them, you're like, yeah, I did that. That's well, you're like, you're proud of, your, proud of yourself. Like you, you sat in the challenge, you sat in the suck, you sat in the discomfort and you're like beating on your chest, Braveheart style being like, I did that, you know? Um, Indeed. Yeah. And I think after you have that, like, emotional exhaustion release and you're breathing heavy how you get back home to yourself matters because that's the part that's missing from a lot of fitness classes
1: Mm.
0: is that you just like crush a workout there's a push at the end and then it's like all right guys see you later your heart rate's still like a 165-er and now you're in this like adrenaline-filled state what do you do with that how do you tap into that and hone that back in so that you can use it to be more powerful, not chaotic in your life. Chaos breeds more chaos until you control it. So at the end of every class, we heal and close down with a guided meditation to regulate the central nervous system, to gain control back into the breath, to be still. And that's where the conscious awareness comes in of, huh, what did I do today? How did that feel? I can do hard things. I can push through some of my emotional. Can I swear? Sure. Uh, so I keep it- shit I can move through some of my because right like if this is what we're talking about. I can move from emo- through my emotional shit. And what I just did in this class, I get to mimic outside into the world so that when I am faced with an emotional challenge, I can sit in something that's uncomfortable for 30 seconds for a minute. I can control this elevation with my breath and I can come back home to myself anytime that I want. So it's just a process that I think doing it in a controlled environment, with someone guiding you through 30 seconds of intervals and burpees gives you the power to know that you can do this outside in your life with whatever else that comes, or, comes your way.
2: Well, and I think the, the concept of working through the emotional side as well as the physical and you're trying incorporating all the different aspects of who we are is Be something human. that I have not heard of, you know, in my yeah. history. And I feel like women are people are, unsure how to communicate those feelings and those issues. And yeah. this sounds like a great way just to open up that um, conversation Absolutely. and idea to have that transition and change
0: emotionally as well as the physical. Yeah. Thank you. No, I, I, I mean, it's so true. Think of, think of our emotional vocabulary. <laughs> it's like a Dr. Seuss book, mad, sad, glad, and uh, that's about it.
1: Well, and you're not, and you're not allowed to be any of those things. So right, right. Don't be mad. Don't be sad. Don't be angry. Well, maybe just 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 be be, just be glad. Be Be, just just be be glad. glad. Just be glad,
0: right? So, So, So yeah, we
1: tell our we tell, especially in business. I mean, we tell people, you know, that their emotions aren't welcome. Right, that their emotions aren't those those feelings. You just at least for men, you have stuffed those suckers down, right? And yeah. hold hold them inside your body, which creates all kinds of fun health things. Um, that's what I'm saying. Leads to more people, <laughs> you know, leads to more people living in that state of fight or flight. And they don't understand. They get comfortable with the drama on television, including fake drama, right? Mm-hmm. But that's, <clears> your body your body and brain react to the fake drama on Netflix and other things the same exact way it reacts. love to- it the nightly news and, and people are comfortable being miserable. Yeah. I, (laughs) I I don't
0: know. I gotta, I'm going to argue that, but go ahead.
1: I love it. Let's, let's, let's do it. I, I just think so. So they, they like the, this is that victim mindset. They're down in those lower emotions. They're living in, in grief and guilt and shame and they hate their life. They hate their things, but they don't think there's any way out. They don't think that there's an option. They don't yeah. think there's a safe place for them to, to cry and scream without everybody thinking they're crazy and going to lock them up in a white suit. And and so they just keep going through the motions. Yeah. And I love that you've snapped out of it and you're providing tools for other people to snap out of it and, yeah. and make a different choice. And, and I think for some, the idea of using fitness to get there might might be challenging. And yet it's so natural. Yeah, because the body and brain connection is so valuable that it yeah. really does give you a space they're connected <laughs> Give you. A space. what
0: do you mean everything in my life is connected no <laughs> no.
2: I mean, because, no i mean that's just my perception what i hear and feel around the, the world is it if there you, you feel over here you have the emotions are you know and this uh, they're disconnected and you can't Ever relate the two, and it's yeah. just foreign to many of us to actually have those conversations where you can. Well,
1: that's why we have a mental health crisis. Like it, this is it. This exactly. is the heart. This is the exactly. heart of it. Is is yep. people living in this space and thinking they don't have an option, or worse, in some cases, they're going to the doctor and say, "I feel sad," and yep. the doctors give them some great pill that does all kinds of perfect cra- crash. Trash, all fixed.
0: Yeah,
1: and medicine. then and then we're going to need trash. another
0: pill. To take care of the pill effects on this one and pill on pill on pill on pill on pill. pill And it's designed this way so that someone, not you, will make a profit off of it. But I feel like that is a whole other podcast. right? That's
1: that's actually a conference series.
0: (laughs) No, they do have these conferences, actually. So I'll see you at one of them, I'm sure. (laughs) But Um, but
1: But the truth, the truth is. For those that are willing to to do something different, for those that are willing to try something else, for those that are willing to recognize that their mind, body and spirit work together. And when you when you give them opportunities to connect and work together, that's a fantastically powerful thing to to open up yourself to possibilities and to Mm -hmm. yeah, to to freeing yourself and allowing your mind. To feed your body the chemicals that it was designed to give you <laughs> on Naturally. a regular basis.
2: Naturally. When, yeah. when yeah. you
1: work out and, and when you free yourself emotionally, and those endorphins of our brain are designed to, to support us and sustain us and help us experience those upper level emotions of joy and peace. Yep. And the most important of all that you you're opening people up to is love. 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 love.
0: The yeah. world needs
1: more love. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Like
0: everything you just said, really. Like it, we are in control of our own suffering, you know? And we get, like you said, that drama cycle, right? Of victim, um, persecutor, savior. I, I, you know what I'm talking about? The whole yeah. triangle of the absolutely. drama cycle that we vacillate yeah. in between. And I, I think so many people are in this cycle but when you're saying they're comfortable, true. I think a lot of people can get comfortable, but I think a lot of people are unconscious.
1: Mm, how do you
0: How do you know what you don't know mm. until you realize you don't know it? How do you know that the life that you're living is what's like the or the the way in which you're living your life is actually causing your suffering if you don't know that you're in charge of your life when everything around you is telling you not to, how would you know? How would you know so much? Well, you're just unconscious. Yeah. Yeah. You're just unconscious in your life when everything around you is feeding you this, this regimented box that you're supposed to be in. How would you know anything different?
1: We will be right back after this short break. This episode is sponsored by perfect publishing, a different approach to publishing a book. Perfect Publishing carefully chooses heroes of hope who exemplify living a life they created through faith, hope, patience, and persistence. No matter what page you open to in this mini cube of hope, you will find a leader with a big heart. You will see you are not alone. The authors may share similar challenges that only hope and action could resolve. Get your free ebook at getadoseofhope.com. Welcome back. Let's get back to more greatness. Well, it's heartbreaking because there's people listening that that are being abused, that are yep. that have other people turning them into victims and mm-hmm. and and they think that there's no other way. They think that yep. this is life. This is what life is supposed to be, and and that they can't break free. And yeah. and I think some people are slaves to themselves. Their comfort yeah. zone is is holding them in this space. And and it's a weakness in our human brain that that says, "Ooh, this is comfortable. This is what we're used to. This is yeah. this is just okay." And the brain yeah. says, "This is just okay," and and we've got to not be satisfied with just okay. Yeah. The body and brain were created for so much more. When we can tap into it and we can experience, I think joy is joy is the most powerful joy. thing. And 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 when the brain's experiencing joy, all the other functions of the brain and body are are multiplied in a line yeah. and
0: harmonious and like exploding with more right well mm. it's what you what you spend your energy flows where attention goes yeah. so if you're constantly like walking in to whatever situation looking for something to be wrong you will find of course many a thing to be wrong just as when you walk into a situation being grateful as hell that there's something cool here and something unique like you will find more of that too but again, you condition your brain and you solidify those neural pathways over time. But neuroplasticity is neuroplasticity for a reason. So you can easily redirect and change. Well, I don't want to say easily. The more that you've tread like your negativity cycle of like like Debbie Downer, wah, wah, like everything's wrong, yep. it, it's going to the, the amount of time you spent conditioning that like it's just going to. It, it's going to take some time for you to redirect and shift, but it is not impossible.
1: And it the is brain not impossible to find joy. It's and the brain impossible. will rewire, and joy is a rewiring tool. Of, absolutely, yeah. Science is proving absolutely. this absolutely. Yeah. So yeah. You, t-
2: you mentioned gratitude and being grateful. Can you expand on how powerful that is? Uh, it
0: for your for your life. Yeah, I, n- nothing's wrong. I think that's the thing. Like I don't. Sure, sure. There's there's a lot wrong. There's a a lot where I would like, would I love to be like making a million dollars? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I would love the boiler to be working right now. I would love to be able to get my haircut, but I just like haven't made the appointment. right? There's a million things that I could be like, I, this is not working in my life. But when you feel really connected to your, your purpose and you feel really connected and aligned with your values, life is pretty freaking magical. I used to hit the ground running from a place of fear, from a place of resentment, from a place of anger. Because as soon as I hit the alarm, I just forfeit my life to somebody else's expectations. And the minute that I got control of that, I was like, holy shit, Like I am so grateful that my life, my very simple life that I've created, my not six figure salary anymore. My, my, my health, my mental health, the like peace. I'm so grateful. I walk into my life in my studio and it's freezing today. And I'm like, that's mine. So grateful. You know, I don't look for things that are wrong anymore. I don't, I don't even, it doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't compute, you know, there's always a moment for joy and there's always, And I think when you're talking about like, how does that work in your business? So, or how does that work in your life? Like John Kim, the angry therapist, do you know who he is? Yeah. I love him. Love him. Like I too used to be a miserable, you know, totally. So he talks about to me, for me and through me attitudes Mm. and If you are in that victim cycle, everything is happening to you. It's just happening to you. Like you feel powerless. And I think the moment that you can make that shift and you're like, this is happening for me and you can choose to get out of that cycle and see that there is something here to that it gave to you. Like my dad's death was a gift. That is the greatest gift that he gave his daughter was to teach her how to live. He taught me how to live. He taught me how to change course. My pain brought up the fact that I wasn't living and I I chose to see his death as a gift. And now through healing and experience and life and a new decade and, you know, new perspective shifts, I'm starting to allow things to happen through me. You know, sometimes I feel like I've figured a few things out, like I might have reached some kind of promised land and I'm like, hey, God, come on, come come see what I can see. Like just make it up the mountain and I'm throwing down like provisions and stuff for you guys to come up. Like I I think when you, when you recognize that your own power and you recognize the beauty of what is possible, there is, you don't go back. You don't go back, you know, just looking forward. So I hope. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what's the point? What's the point? Okay. If I could sit down and talk about everything that was wrong, what a, what
2: a Awful. <laughs> it would not be the same conversation for sure.
0: No, no. It's just like, well, what are you doing about it? Yeah, mm. all of these things suck. And, and what? Right. And what do you, and what? What is in your power to control? What do you, if you don't like it, shift? That's it.
1: Yep. That's it. One of my favorite lines. Well, that sucked. Now what?
0: That's, that's exactly that sucked. Now what? Boilers out. That sucks. What do I do? I mean, because it is. Accident. What do I do?
1: Yeah. You know? I mean, life happens, right? I mean, life. stuff happens. All of us are, all of us get flat tires. All of us have, you know, the shit to deal with. But the shit can either be in charge, or we get to be in charge. And I'd yeah. much rather be in charge than letting the shit be in charge because we know yeah. what that's going to lead to.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like when you wake up in the morning and your feet hit the ground. It's like life just duct taped you and threw you in the trunk. And now some other <laughs> ego, some wounded child is like peeling out, doing donuts in the car and you're unaware and, and not in control of what's actually happening, you know? And at some point you're going to have to like get yourself out of the trunk and like hug that wounded child, hug that ego, embrace all of that shit and start doing your work so that you can permanently buckle up in the front seat, in the driver's seat. You know? Great analogy. <laughs> you know, like that? You're like held no. hostage in your own life.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it, it's so true. All right. Love that you talked about throwing the provisions back, throwing the rope down. Um, yeah. So let's talk about connection and, and building your business. You started out connecting with teachers because you were a teacher and then you realized, wait, maybe there's, Maybe there's more, maybe there's other people that aren't just teachers that feel stressed out, overwhelmed, and and, and they're duct. in the suck. They're stuck in the trunk of their car duct taped <laughs> up and I've got the knife, so let's go cut them out.
0: Yeah, yeah. I'm the Olivia Benson of this whole situation. Okay, that's, that's the way. Yeah, I think I just suffered for a really long time. Like I'm in my forties now and I look back on like my 23 year old self who started teaching and just suffered. I suffered for like over a decade of my life, you know? Probably into my teens, so maybe two. And I missed out on a lot of opportunities, a lot of opportunities of joy, a lot of opportunities of love, Hmm. like relationships that didn't work out, not because of them, because of this girl (laughs) right here, you know? and i missed out on some beautiful opportunities in time with my dad hmm. that i'll never get back he doesn't it makes me emotional because he doesn't get to experience mm-hmm. this now i was miserable when he was on this earth i was miserable i was negative i was nasty i was angry held a lot of resentment and this joy that I experience every day, he doesn't get to
1: experience with me. No, but I know because, of, because of him, you're experiencing that joy. And so. Right, right. The and win I, is right. that you're multiplying it. And the, he would be the, so. The proud. win
0: is that he lives like his goodness and his kindness and his gift gets to live through me. Mm, amen. You know, yeah, yeah. And I, I, I will always give him that legacy and that. That purpose. But yeah, I don't I don't want anyone to have to miss out on this. Unless <laughs> miss- there's
2: so much so there's so much good here. Yeah. If you look
0: for it and um yeah. do our part. If you get one minute, one minute to just spend it with somebody you love, that's one minute that I don't get to get, you know, that I don't have. So enjoy the hell out of that minute and do your work and start becoming in control and start taking the steps that are uncomfortable brave as hell to really embody the full joyful life that that you're seeking just do it hmm. do it People been waiting for a sign here it is
1: do it <laughs> amen do it all right just do it angela with all the business success you've had since 2016 what's your biggest challenge
0: ooh um staying authentic staying authentic because there's a lot of things that go on. There's a lot of mainstream stuff. There's a lot of formulaic shit, a lot of coaches who want to make you six figures and stuff. And I think there's value wherever you want to find value. But I think at the end of the day, it always is a requirement to be intentional, be connected and be grounded in yourself so that whenever the storm comes around you, you're not just carried downstream by somebody else and that's happened a few times. Mm. You know, I bought I was like bought into the glitter, I bought into the promise and I was shiny,
1: like shiny objects.
0: Shiny things. Yeah, I was like I love shiny things. And then I lost myself. I lost myself, my business suffered. Um the vision suffered, you know, like I I made the ch- I derailed it. I derailed it because it wasn't authentic. So to be able to show up on social media, to be able to be in spaces that are right to host events that can curate the right energy, just staying authentic and trusting the fact that like, I always know best for this ba- brand because I built it. So it's not about what anybody else thinks or what they think I should do. It's about trusting that instinct of like, is this a hell yes? Does this feel right? Or is this a hell no? And to always, always honor that.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's the um, hardest part. That's the yeah.
2: I mean, we've got to stay true to who we
0: are. And yeah. I think
2: when we know our values and our purpose, it frees us to be able to make those decisions that, no, that doesn't fit yep. and be okay with it. We're not, we we often, I think as women, we feel bad that we can't do everything. Yeah. But it's okay. Yeah. We're not meant to do everything.
0: Right. Well, that's just the indoctrination of the patriarchy telling us that we are not enough doing all of these stupid tasks that we should be doing without that. What? stuff. So I think a lot of that is, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, but I, I think the more that you can get control over what really matters, because it probably is a small list. It probably is a small list of, of three to five things. That are truly important in your life, and if you spend time really giving to those things that matter on that short list, that's what's up. All those other little tiny, secondary, peripheral things don't—they're just insignificant. And think of how much energy they're, you're draining by trying to, you know, curate and, and manipulate all these things outside of yourself. Rather than let me just spend my time, money, energy, resources on what matters to me. It doesn't matter to you, and it doesn't bring you. It's like Marie Kondo. If it doesn't bring you joy, throw it out. Say thank you and let it go. You know, physical or emotional. Yeah, all of it. All of it. <laughs> this doesn't serve me. And you're like, oh, I don't want to go to this dinner party. Don't, don't, go. don't <laughs> go. I don't want to go on this date. Don't, don't, don't do it. You know, I don't. I don't. Well,
1: I want to do. Yeah, don't do it. So Stop. good. I mean, I think that the, their challenge is we get sucked into all of these other. Opportunities, right? The menu is freaking loaded and it's wide and it's hard to choose from. And I loved what you said earlier because you, when you were talking about gratitude aligned with your purpose, aligned with your values. And that's really about designing your life, knowing what it is that you really want, and then building your business to support what you want instead of your business becoming the thing that duct tapes you and throws you in the trunk of the car.
0: And it can, and it can. You know but it again will. You, it, it will it
1: will yeah, because everybody else tells you what your business is supposed to do. Oh it's got to grow, oh you gotta get six figures, oh you gotta do this, you gotta do that. And and you don't have to do any of those things. You get yeah. to choose what's most important. And yeah. and maybe what's most important is that Angela gets to spend more time on the beach instead of that's instead of stuck in Boston,
0: <laughs> right? What, that's I mean, actually the goal, guys. That's really what we're to trying to choose,
1: do. <laughs> right.
0: And, and yeah. I think
1: so many people don't choose. Yeah. And, it, and when you don't choose, somebody else is choosing for you.
0: Choosing for you. You're in the trunk. You're duct taped in the trunk.
1: Yeah. yeah. And, so
0: I- and it, it's hard. It's hard. But once you become conscious of it and once you know it, you can't unknow it. <laughs> you can't unknow it. And now it's on you. Now that you have figured out, goddamn, I am doing this to myself then the only way out of it is by your actions and your responsibility. And you're taking radical responsibility for all of the things in your life, the great things and the shitty things. Take radical responsibility for all of it.
1: No one else is going to. Not one person. (laughs) Not
0: one person.
2: Robert Robert wrote a book this year and his second chapter is called Own Your Shit.
0: Own your shit. I love that. (laughs) All of it. All of it. All of it. Why does this suck? What's because like when you when you I I tell my clients when you know we're working together, when people kind of like move out of the fitness realm and they're like, ooh, I need a little bit more. Now I'm ready to really dive into like what's happening. Um, I work one-on-one, do life coaching and and all that, but I talk to them and, and we say, we have to have a yard sale. We have to have a yard sale. Like all of these things need to come out onto the yard, and you need to start looking at what's the common denominator what is it that's yours? What is it that was bestowed on you that like you don't wanna take with you? But you have to start having these conversations of like, what is yours? What what was given to you that's no longer working? But regardless of where it comes from, the the thing moving forward is that it's your responsibility to own all of it and do something about it moving forward. Because we can't change what's happened to us as children. And some of us have had really horrible traumatic experiences that I would never dismiss or gaslight anyone out of. That is it's, I've had my own. Um, and I can't control what someone has done to, to me as a kid. Right. What I can do is not choose to give it life anymore. Right. Disempower it. I disempower and I take yeah. control of it. I take well, control. Of
2: I it, love right? that analogy. I might use it.
1: You can't yeah, yeah, you can't go back. You'll never undo it. It can never un- be undone. Can't but you it. can al- yeah. you can decide whether it's a boat anchor or motivation.
0: Yeah. And and and, and allowing grace. Whew. Because there are versions of ourselves who were victims of situations and they were also victims of themselves. We didn't, I didn't, I didn't know what I didn't know at the time. And I know that I am the villain in a lot of people's stories. And, and our I, parents didn't know what they didn't know. No, no, I'm still like seeing the ramifications of this, you know? And I'm like, oh my god, this is where I get it from, you know? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, like you, you just, you, you don't know what you don't know. And so I'd allow grace and, and compassion for a version of yourself. You don't have to own that. Like when you say that I was a monster, I was mean or I was abusive. Yes, that version of me absolutely was angry, mean, but I don't take that now. I'm not, I don't even identify with those, those things that you're saying, those personality traits. And it's
1: an opportunity to make things right, right? It's an opportunity to ask for forgiveness. It's an opportunity to forgive yourself, which is important, especially for kids that have had stuff happen in their childhood. Forgive yourself and let it go. That doesn't mean... Forgiveness is a you and you deal. It's not about the other person. It's not yeah. at all about what, yeah. you know, it's it's about letting yeah, you go can, and changing the conversation that that you're right. having with yourself about that. Yeah. Because the problem with so many of those events is the victim continues to think that they're a victim and yeah. they continue to identify as a victim and they continue right. to to blame themselves for what right. happened to them. And right. you've got to change that story and I absolutely recommend therapy for folks that are stuck in there and 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 recognize that your future depends on you being able to take responsibility. And love right. the yard sale analogy; it's a great tool. Yeah, uh, we're definitely going to borrow it in some form. Yeah, go ahead,
0: please. A little TM, a little T- Angela gentile TM after that. There you yeah. go. But that's, that's the freedom. <laughs> that's the freedom. Like you forgive, not to absolve. Right. You know, exactly. I don't give you. A, I don't give you a free pass to treat me like garbage. I don't. Like I don't say that that was okay that I'm giving myself freedom that in the moment, this was the best that anybody had. And I will never allow anything like that to happen to me again. And thank you so much for teaching me what I now need to be aware of and how I now need to show up and, and where I can gain control of my life because mm. I'm always in control and it's, an, it can be a powerful empowering opportunity to forgive for freedom, Oof. not for, you know,
1: absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and, 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 it also helps you in deciding boundaries because this is this person hurt me in this way because i didn't i i wasn't allowed yeah. to have boundaries at that point in my life but now i have boundaries yeah. and you know what people yeah. that treat me like that person treated me hell no yeah. they're out absolutely and, and absolutely. i am absolutely intentional about who i choose to influence yeah. my life and who i choose to allow to be a part of my life and who i choose to give my energy to because it's my life Exactly. I'm responsible for it. And guess what? I'm taking full responsibility. And that includes, yeah. like you said, I don't want to go on that date. I'm not going, I don't want to go to that event. I'm not going because when yeah. I go, I'm all in.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And then you start to dishonor yourself and then you're repeating the same habits and the same things and you will get a guarantee some version of the same result.
1: Well, yeah, because you're your, your integrity <laughs> and, and yeah. your brain is it's compromised. Going, Your your brain is going, well, you show up on time and you do all these things that everybody says is integrity, but you're lying to yourself Yeah. and you're treating yourself the way you tell others not to treat you. And then what? Hello. Your brain's going to go right back in it. If you don't keep your word with yourself, you're not going to keep your word with anybody else. Why would I get you the results that you want? Precisely. Precisely.
2: Yeah. You've talked about the influences you've had and we, we all have these influences as we're growing up. Uh, what about mentors and what do they mean to you in your business, in your life?
0: I have a whole team, you know, I think at some point in my life, you know, when we're still angry and we feel resentment, um, I did all this myself. Nah, I I don't do any of this myself. You know, I did a lot of it with vision that I've created myself, but I have, um, an incredible like soul sister life coach who I and I, I think there is power in intergenerational friendships.
2: Wow.
0: Um, I think it's necessary. I don't. You can't be what you can't see, and you can't know what's down the road. So it's it's beautiful to have someone giving you a perspective of where they are, so that it's possible for you to be there. You know. Mm-hmm. Um, so generations that. Above and below. 100%. I mean, that's why I stay hip and relevant. And I'm on a TikTok, you know?
1: <laughs> <Still> <laughs> we're, we're, we're dragging our feet, but we're trying.
0: Oh, just do it. It's fun. It's, it's in ridiculous. there. They're like, there. Not serious, like at all. Like you're just doing stupid, like dances and stuff. Ridiculous. Um, uh, yeah. So, and on both ends of the spectrum. And I have um, a business coach who helps me with the creative. <laughs> stuff that is up here. And I'm like, I want to do all these things. And she's like, Angela, reel it down, reel it down. And let's create like content strategy. Let's look at like how we're going to plan this out. What is this going to sound like? What's your copy? How are you going to do an you know, email drip? How are you collecting op Like, what are you doing for opt-in? So she's really like the logical side to what I'm doing that I don't nice. n- naturally <laughs> do. Um, yeah. And I have so many, um, entrepreneur groups that I belong to just to, to tap in every week of what are we doing? What's going on? Hey, you're not alone. Mm, Um, I think that those things are, are, are so necessary. I work with, um, a website developer and an SEO company that again, helps me do some of these technical things and, You know, definitely on the technology end of it, this elder millennial is like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. (laughs) So they sort of, I have a whole team that helps to sustain the foundation of what I'm doing so that I can continue to evolve and pivot and be the face of the brand as we're hiring people and as we're expanding. So yeah, I have, I have a whole back end team that I don't think, I don't think they get enough credit. So I should probably talk about, thank you for that. Thank you for that. I should. Yeah. There's a whole, it's not just me doing all this. I may be the face of it. Like Beyonce is Beyonce, but Beyonce be, ain't Beyonce solely because she's Beyonce. There's a whole team that makes Beyonce Beyonce. You know what I mean? Nice. Yeah. yeah.
1: I love um, how you just made a metaphor that puts you and Beyonce at the same spot. So that's good stuff. Do you see, do you see I what did. I did there? I
0: yeah. Did. yeah.
1: All right, Angela, what's the big dream? Uh,
0: I just want to change the way we look at movement. I want to inspire people to be in control of how they move, their bodies, their emotions, their life, and to champion their own badassery, to kind of throw their middle fingers up at what doesn't serve them, what's conventional, what was force-fed to us, and start taking control of their life and trailblazing into places that set their souls on fire.
1: That's the vision. Love it. That's fantastic. Yeah. All right. So... You've been chatting with our audience for 40 minutes, 45 minutes, and you want to leave them with Angela's words of wisdom. What would you share? Oh, gosh.
0: Um, A little Angelism. Um, Yeah, you're in control. It might feel overwhelming and it might feel heavy. And just know that that is the greatest gift that the world could give to you is some heaviness right now because it's making you aware of what needs to change and where you need to grow. Um, And that embrace – of your growth and of your challenge will level up your life in ways that you didn't think possible. So please bet on yourself, bet it all on yourself and choose to be brave, to take responsibility, get yourself out of the trunk and be in the driver's seat of your life to do what makes you happy and to know that you are responsible for your joy. And there is so much more joy out there for you. Amen. Where can they find you? Sweatremix.com is the website. Um, You can take a class. You can also book a breakthrough session with me, which is we just sort of talk one-on-one about what's happening, maybe ways that you're in the trunk and create just a simple action plan for you to start taking more control of your time, of your money, of your energy, of your resources, of your choices. Um, So those are the easiest ways for people to to reach out and connect with me. And you can find me on Instagram. That's where I'm most active, um, at Sweat Remix. I also have a TikTok, which, you know, I'm still figuring that out also sweat remix so. <laughs> and facebook as well sweat remix so all all there so please like reach out come come take a class come give yourself permission to release some of the the negative energy that's happening in your body and make space for all of this possibility that we've been talking about about being in control about being in a joyful life about being grateful that can't thrive until we, we make space and release the the shitty stuff So good. Thank you so much for joining us, Angela. Yeah, I
2: appreciate it. Amazing story and uh,
0: impact and just ideas. Wonderful. Thank you so much. I appreciate this, y'all. Thank you. Thank you.
1: This episode is brought to you by intentional decisions that lead to massive success. No, those aren't companies promoting our show. They are qualities that you need to build your business and take control of your life. So to help you out, I'm offering my most popular worksheets to help you plan the future you want and audit your calendar today. The best way to get what you want is to know what it is and start making sure that your calendar matches. You can download them free today at advaluemindset.com. If you will take action by just completing these two activities, they will change your life and business. I promise you a new level of results in the coming year. The problem is that we make things so complicated and we lose focus on what is really important. These tools will help you refocus on what matters most. When you align your passion with your purpose in your work, you can be happier and start doing the things you wanted to in the first place, like spending more quality time with the kids. To get your free copy of the tools to start tackling your busy schedule, go to addvaluemindset.com. If you enjoy the show, please like, subscribe, leave a review. But most importantly, if you enjoyed this episode, share it with someone who needs to hear it. Share, share, share. In our next episode, John Ramstead has been successful as a Navy combat fighter, tech entrepreneur, and after a near-death experience, he focuses on helping others become the best leaders they can be. He is inspirational and invites you to take action to be the best version of you.